This is Marmy Regine. This is the second episode where we will talk about viral load and my personal experience when my viral load increased when COVID-19 is declared in the USA. Now, let us start around mid-February when I was riding the Q train of the New York sub- subway while I was on my way to Hunter College. Did all of you know that a Chinese woman sneezed towards me on the Q train? I remembered we were all standing close to each other and without covering her mouth, she sneezed at everyone, including me. Worse, I was standing in front of her. The next day, I developed a painful sore throat upon waking up. I rushed to an urgent care clinic and was given antibiotics for 10 days. Not 7 days, 10 days. After 10 days, I still have a mild sore throat. Since that time, there are no COVID-19 testing kits yet here in the U.S. And I suspected to be presumptive positive for I got symptoms of dry cough and sore throat. So a day after I finished my 10 days antibiotics, the news came out that coronavirus is already in the U.S.A. So I tried my best to boost my immune system. During those days, New York became the number one state with lots of COVID-19 cases because we are thickly populated here in New York City. I stayed at home, so I will not be contagious to others by doing them a good favor not to pass this to innocent people. It is a nasty virus that before you die, the alveoli will bleed to the point that the dying patient will release a pink frothy bubbles out of the mouth worse was the lung fibrosis because even if they recover they already got weak lungs i reached about 70 percent on being presumptive positive in my estimate of my symptoms before becoming full-blown 100 percent coronavirus positive on march 12 2020 the cuny schools here in new york and other schools got canceled thank god If they did not cancel it, my condition could have gotten worse. I never experienced such body weakness. Even I had a history of pneumonia twice in my lifetime. That's how I compared it because the sore throat was so painful. Please be very careful, especially with your nasal passages and all the point of body entry. When I say body entry, all the body orifices like the nose, the mouth, the ears. So try to hydrate all the time. And I took 1,000 to 2,000 vitamin C daily. And once in a while, I take until 3,000 milligrams because I needed it. That's why I take antacid. Yes, it is only now I'm sharing this because I was scared. But now I'm feeling much better. So the nasal passages should always be warm since the virus likes it in the nose since it's a cold place i had to heal the sore throat immediately by taking raw ginger to detoxify my lungs yes gingers are good for lung detoxification so you have to store it in your refrigerator one has to prevent the virus from going to the alveoli because i don't want to have an acute respiratory distress syndrome during that time Damage is, damages cannot be recovered. Damage control is the key. You can do it by boiling water at home and breathe on 
on the hot steam before you go to sleep. Wow, I was almost there and I felt terrible. So how about those who had 100% positive coronavirus? Some Chinese people commit suicide in China because they really feel worse having this kind of sickness. So we need to boost our immune system every day to prevent it. I gradually recover but I have to be careful not to be exposed to it anymore. I continued to boost my immunity by taking vitamin supplements and I continue to wear masks wherever I go, outside. The virus is fighting hard to the extremes. I'm swallowing ginger, even it's hot and spicy every day. I drink hot tea with honey several times a day. Two times, three times, to even four to five times a day. I took the supplements daily to protect myself. I drank a lot of water. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. It controlled the low-grade fever. And I did not take Tylenol or other related drugs that is taken during fever and body weakness. Since in Italy, they died due to ibuprofen intake. I drink water and increase my vitamin C daily dosage. Get ginger today to stock up and chew it like a candy. The virus likes the cold nose and sinuses. So when I go for hot showers, I breathe on the steam that come into my nose in order to clear my nasal airways. Seriously, it was hard because the virus was fighting a lot. Be cautious at all times because I felt the body malay, low-grade fever, and painful headache was the worst. You don't want to feel that way. I had a medical history of pneumonia, as I mentioned before, since I was a child, which makes, which gives me weak lungs. I often washed my hands and used disposable gloves when I touch doorknobs and bought in when I buy some MetroCard in the vending machine in the subway. I have to wear those disposable gloves. After 10 days of antibiotics where I took 800 plus milligrams twice a day which makes it 1,600 milligrams on a daily basis, the sore throat and low-grade fever persisted and body malay after 10 days. I never took more than 1,000 milligrams antibiotics before. And imagine I took 1,600 plus a day. That's why I was knocked out for 10 days, feeling drowsy, weak. When my sore throat continued and low-grade fever, I know I have a mild viral load. So I found this online article from sky.com. And you can read the following ideas about viral overload. The title is, Coronavirus, What is Viral Load? And why does it matter for COVID-19? The article states that COVID-19 is the disease that develops from coronavirus. According to Dr. Edward Parker, a research fellow at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, early reports from China suggest that when it comes to COVID-19, the viral load is higher in patients with more severe disease. And COVID-19 is also the case for viruses such as SARS or the flu. 
When someone has a viral infection, it replicates in their body cells. It is true since the virus will only stay alive if it is inside a living host like humans and animals. If the host dies, the virus will find other living hosts to reside in their body cells to stay alive and multiply. Furthermore, the article states, how do you try and limit the viral load? First of all, the antiviral drugs used to treat the flu do not work for COVID-19. Since there is no vaccine, most affected countries have imposed strict rules among their populations by limiting the spread of COVID-19. Dr. Parker emphasized what people, that people should limit their exposure to COVID-19 in certain areas or localities. Like what you call in Wi-Fi, the hotspot. Avoid the hotspot of COVID cases. He states, the amount of virus we are exposed to at the start of infection is referred to as the infectious dose. So the governments around the world impose the lockdown among their populations to decrease the viral load. When I have a diagnosis of this presumptive positive for COVID, the, the urgent care clinic diagnosed it as streptococcus pharyngitis. So the 10 days antibiotics should technically make my sore throat go away. But still, it persisted, which means I already have a viral load on my body and it is not a bacterial infection. The only antiviral drug that I can think of was Sambucol. And it is created by a virologist who researched it and is now being marketed in Amazon and other online marketing websites. I guess... She's raking a lot of money this time because it went to a point that it became out of stock. So we have to buy two to three bottles so that we can stock up at home. I also found some research studies of its effectivity. So you don't want to accumulate much of the viral load in your body to make you a full-blown positive for the diagnostic criteria to fit in to you. That's why you got to look for the classic signs and symptoms. In my case, I got a dry cough, sore throat, and diarrhea. Yes, rotavirus is also known as traveler's diarrhea. And you can Google it. And I experienced diarrhea along with the symptoms. You see, they say that gastrointestinal system is also affected by coronavirus. It's actually a multi-organ um, disease because it affects even the toes. They say there's such a thing as COVID toes. Now, layman's idea doesn't know that the antiviral drugs can slow down the viral load to decrease it. Plus, they also don't understand that staying home is delaying the viral load increase. So they remain negative and not become a full-blown positive cases I can only speak based on my experience for I felt that I have 70% viral load in my estimate for I recovered after a month more or less what scared me was the pulmonary fibrosis 
By definition of Google Online, pulmonary fibrosis is a lung disease that occurs when lung tissue becomes damaged and scarred. This thickened stiff tissue makes it more difficult for your lungs to be functional. As pulmonary fibrosis worsens, you become progressively shorter of your breathing patterns. By common knowledge, the life expectancy on the average of a patient with pulmonary fibrosis is 3 to 5 years. But during early detection, the treatment will slow down for the disease to get worse. Besides, at my age of 50 years old, once I get it, I will have a shorter life expectancy for I have a weak lung history of pneumonia. Imagine, I had pneumonia when I was one year old baby and again when I was nine years old. I experienced a longer recovery time because this is a powerful virus so it is now a pandemic. It was mentioned above that as the disease progresses, the shortness of breathing that accompanies it gets worse. Thank God that I never had shortness of breath since I am just 70% viral load or I am only 70% level and did not reach 100% because if I reach 100%, I will have shortness of breathing. Somehow, the antibiotics helped to lower my viral load and I recovered slowly for more than one month. Prevention is better than cure. The current protests on racial issues will continue the viral spread. Please stay away from being close to people when talking to them and make sure that you are about two arms lengths or approximately three meters away when talking to people. People don't want to add more viral load that their body can handle COVID-19. Since we all have um, virus and bacteria within our microbiome, so we are like a walking microbiome. But once the virus is increased in our body before we can handle or before our immune system can take it, then we have to decrease our viral load. That's why social distancing is always the key. Some people, they want to make a protest on the long social distancing. They don't understand that it is a must and that the government is just trying to protect us so that we cannot pass virus to other people and contract virus from them in return. So now, thank you for listening today. Please stay tuned for the next episode to discuss another issue about pandemic coronavirus 2020. Thank you, folks.